0: Okay, so on the mind of a football coach podcast today, we have Coach Bill Plimel. Coach uh, Plimel is the defensive coordinator at Buchanan Upshur High School. Uh, I am blessed to call him a friend, and I know you will love listening to him. We have a good conversation, and it's fun. (laughs) There's some good insight about Buchanan Upshur football. Uh, This is obviously... It's been my first year here, and Coach Plymal talks about his experience being an assistant coach over uh, the course of many years. And yeah, it's it's fun. It's good. It's a good a good time. So thank you all for listening to the Mind of a Football Coach podcast. Okay, so this morning we have <laughs> Coach Bill Plimel, the legend of Buck Hannon on. The podcast, Coach
1: Weldon. Uh, legend in my own mind. Not from, not from anybody else, I don't think. Coach,
0: I think like you are a legend. Everybody <laughs> knows you here. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, well, yeah, no, Bill, you
1: know. It's a small town, and when you're from a small town and you're related to half of it, yeah, you, know, you tend to go around. Uh, you know, Coach Stoke, we used to joke when we go through the parade route for oh. the homecoming parade, he'd be like, yeah, or you could run for mayor and definitely win.
0: Absolutely.
1: I was like, yeah, I don't know about that.
0: <laughs> That's funny. So, coach, we've known each other for how long?
1: Uh, I started getting texts from you in the spring. In The spring, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're
0: like, who's this new guy? What's he? What's he doing? You know, and I.
1: And I laugh at some of those yeah. conversations because, you know, uh, for those of you who follow his podcast, you know that Zach came from a more urban area, and Zach would be like, "Hey, we got to play cover zero on defense, cover one," and I'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, we we've uh, tried some man here." different times you might want to wait until you get here and, <laughs> yeah, sure. and like get a look at what we got
0: this is true and, and talk about that kind of from assistant coaches perspective because I know people will say like when a head coach mm-hmm. comes in you gotta I hate when people say that stuff you gotta be leery of the assistant coaches but like what's it because you've been under a couple yeah. guys I say under you've worked with I don't feel like it's under it's like Working
1: together so well i i've a unique perspective because i'm actually from here and in, in buchanan so it's you know for those of you that are, are familiar small town you know coach davis is here now as the head coach but he's the the third head coach that i've worked with and the first couple were completely contrasting styles and coach davis is kind of like um he's got his own style too but very close to he's, he's very close to coach Stokel style of coaching but uh very first coach I worked with was my college coach, Bill Struble. And now he is the man, the myth, the legend here in Ulster County. Right yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I learned a lot about football from Bill. Um, Bill has uh, a, a beautiful mind. He had a hit chart that would be a mile long, which yeah, yeah. you could take a look at on the, uh, He'd fill out an old dry race board. And it was back in the day, I won't date myself too much, but before, before we had huddle. We were using VCRs and he was rewinding tight and wide copies.
0: There we go. As we,
1: as we're watching this thing. And, and, uh, you know, Bill was, Bill was intense. It was a six day, well, really seven day a week, seven days a week. We were, we were doing something. And uh, he was very much involved with every single position group. Um, very much uh, kind of micromanaged everything that we did. Um, and, and, for a good purpose. I mean, he was by far the most experienced that, you know, the guy that knew the most about football. And he had come from the college game and had spent 20-some years as a head coach at a Division two school here in, in Buchanan. So, he, he was, he was a, a different guy to work for. It, it was not easy, but you did learn a lot about the game.
0: Yeah. Uh, I remember when we first started texting, we – sure there's there's always uneasiness there okay. there's always who is this person because uh, in high school i mean we're we're teachers first right right it's just in west virginia i, I have worked in places where that's not the case <laughs> well <laughs> like, and even yeah.
1: there's even spots i'm sure yeah. in west virginia that that's not the case too but yeah. here in you know the middle north central west virginia country school yeah we're teachers first and um mm-hmm. i think almost everybody on staff has taught or coached other sports at some level here in the county. So it's not just football. So everybody's involved in other things, yeah. and especially with their kids. And, we, you know, we, it's, it's a small town, so that's what you're going to run into.
0: Coach, talk a little bit about your, your playing backgrounds, your uh, why do you want to get into coaching, and then we'll, uh, we'll rock from there.
1: <laughs> I mean, we, were telling, we were talking about Bill Struble there a few minutes ago. So growing up. Bill lived down the road from me, and his son and I were best friends. He was the head coach at West Virginia Wesleyan, uh, so small D2 college here in town. And um, I I actually got to go to some games as a kid and hang out on the sideline, and we'd throw the ball back and forth and that kind of stuff. And so I always liked the game. Um, My parents would not let me play until I was about fifth or sixth grade. Finally, they let me um, start playing football, and I wasn't very good. Uh, for the first several years, but um, a beautiful thing happened. People started to throw the ball. <laughs> and yeah. when they started to throw the ball, I found my knack because I was a receiver and um, started catching a lot of passes and played defense, DB, and that kind of stuff. And so the high school experience was was kind of crazy. Uh, I played for three different head coaches in the four years mm-hmm. I was in high school.
0: Oh, man. That's and, unique. It's like the rule.
1: Yeah, and usually you know, here in Buchanan, you're going to get a coach for a while. I mean, usually stick it out for a while. There's not the crazy pressure that you get in, like, Texas or one of those places that has a, the big name programs. But um, we, we just had, had a little bit of turnover um, and uh, finally got out, played a little bit for Bill at Wesleyan, um, decided that I was not near big enough to play college football. So, uh, 145 pounds, <laughs> mm. could not gain weight, ate lifted pro- protein, the old nasty protein powder, not the good stuff they have today. Um,
0: Any creatine back then, like the yeah, just, like, shovel it That stuff was you know? That
1: stuff was pretty much in its infancy, too. Like, oh, you didn't okay. see that a lot. It wasn't like you had a GNC or anything. You just found what you could get. Yeah. Um, ended up getting my degree and, and thought, man, I really, I really miss football. I want to get back into it. Mm. Applied to be a middle school um, assistant football coach. And as I was walking in, the AD said, will you be the head coach? Literally, I had not coached anything in my life, not even a little league baseball game or nothing. And uh, I took that job, and, and it was not so good. It was about a week before camp started. So I was on, kind of on the fly. We had a rough first year. Um, but then something cool happened. A couple guys came in and helped me. Um, one of them had a son on the team. He'd been a high school coach. We coach with us now, Coach uh, Buffy Johnson.
0: Shout out to Coach Buff.
1: Shout out Coach Buff. And, um, yeah, so we, we got better <laughs> definitely the next few years there. Yeah. Then when Bill came to the high school after he left the college level, um, I wanted to come up and, and work with him. And I uh, care <laughs> careful what you wish for sometimes, but I yeah. did learn uh, learned a ton about the game um, from him. So, Bill was here for three years with him, then Dwayne Stokel, who was a longtime teacher and coach here in the county, got the head coaching job, and Dwayne wanted to do something different. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: He he was – he had been here long enough to know that we didn't always have the athletes Mm -hmm. to match up with everybody that we played. I mean, some years, yes, we did, but uh, there were some down years definitely here at a rural school. You have a cycle of kids. And so he implemented triple option. And uh, when he did, he asked me to run the defense. And he said, I want you to run the odd stack. That's all he told me. So we don't have a lot of big guys. We got some guys that can run um, linebacker types. So let's let's run the stack. So I said, well, how do you want me to run it? Do you have anything in mind? and he did not.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, wow. He he gave me kind of just like a a brief, like a couple handouts of of things that he had read, but he didn't have like a a finger on it or anything. The thing that bothered me most, I think, before that time was that, you know, with Bill Struble, he had had known everything there was to know. So, like, he knew what defense you should run against this offense, and he would try to switch things during the week. And our kids didn't play Madden. I mean, they, they, yeah. uh, like, they weren't getting it. They weren't understanding what he was trying to do. And so I, I said to Dwayne, I said, I'm going to make this as simple as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't want any more just standing around, not knowing what to do when they play the palms up, the, the see old see. paralysis by analysis. Yeah, like, yeah. I knew yeah. up, you know? So, so we did, we made it very, very simple. Um, and we had some success with it a few years here and there. Um, and then, when Zach on the job, he started talking about cover zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, hey, it's yeah. like hold on a minute. Yeah. let's wait and see what see what we got here first.
0: We did so much of that. Yeah. We, well, we played from 15 to 16, 15 to 17 at Riverside. We were in the IpSAC. We saw so much RPO. RPO. Yeah. So it was play cover one, play cover zero, no conflict. And then we, we saw it was weird. We saw like spread RPO like wing teeth. So what do you put a wing teeth? Yeah. So, yeah. and we had like, our skill was pretty good. We had two all conference corners. We played press man, like 90% of the time. Not more higher than that, like 99.999, sometimes a hundred. But yeah, but yeah. Oh yeah. yeah it was it's different, you know?
1: And Believe me, I would, and I, 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 I've i said to you several times, if you, if you can do that and you can play yeah. man on the backside of what you do in the box is completely different. You, yeah. can, you can bring all kinds of pressure and, do all kinds of different things. So, I think it's awesome if you you can do it. Just we haven't had – we've had some kids that could do it. We just haven't had enough kids each year to do it.
0: Right. Yeah. So, we kind of settled. We settled on three, four, slant angle. Yeah. Uh, what Struble did it. Did it. Wesley. And and Eddie Vincent. Adapted it. Adapted it. And then we take our version from Walford. Uh, Dean Woody was the guy that sat down and taught it years ago. And then talking to, you yeah, know, you it, have your.
1: And it was cool because you to, said, yeah. yeah, let's run, you know, three, four. And I'm like, hey, we did a little bit of that in high school. Like, yeah. I understand, yeah. you know, what we're trying to do here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now we did it kind of a little different. We had the uh, the rolling coverage, the rainbow coverage on the back end.
0: The first time I ever heard this, I said, what in the world is going yeah, on? Yeah. So so, explain this to the listener. So
1: you always start in a 2 high shell. And then at the snap of the ball if the quarterback sprint action to the right that that left safety would roll up and he would be, he would come up uh, uh, to the to that side and so it'd be the strength so wherever the ball was going was where you're rolling okay so it was kind of crazy because if you know you get a guy scrambling back there <laughs> you, where are you gonna go you know what do you do yeah. so I mean we didn't always we didn't always roll out of it so sometimes you play cover two or, or cover four. Uh, out of it, but you got the two high shell out of, out of that look.
0: Mm. Yeah, you. I remember you telling me about the, the drills you guys would do. So you'd be like the guy would scramble and you'd have to
1: go up and then up come back. back There's a lot of back backpedaling back in those days. Yeah, yeah. You know, shuffle, shuffle, bell stuff was like later. You know, that that kind of idea. Even even in our cover two back then, we didn't. Our corners weren't that in bell out kind of corners, so um, it was. That was definitely different um, back in the, back in those days. It was it's a little unique, but again, not a whole lot of people pass the ball. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when you're rolling up, you're rolling up because they ran the ball and, yeah. and you're just filling a lane. Yeah. So
0: like Sky Force type stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: we saw same stuff we see today. Actually, a lot of the teams were wing T Yeah. Back in those days, pro I. Sure. Um, okay. You see some other. I mean, now we see single wing that. That came from nowhere. you
0: know. Yeah. Yeah. Coach Fair is going to give us a single wing. Coach Ferris, if you're listening, we love it. We love to play a single wing. You know what I mean? Let's go, let's go get after it. Read your keys and go, right? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's, a, I mean, that's a, any offense is tough and it's executed. You know, that's kind of my thing.
1: And you have to find your niche, whatever yeah. works for your kids that you're going to have year in and year out. And I thought I, I did like that with uh, Coach Stokel because it was, you know, we were triple option and that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And that was cool. Um, in the, you know, and then toward the end, he didn't think we had the kids and we tried to get into some spread stuff and we just didn't have the personnel for it, but it's, you just got to find out what you have and go with it. That's, that's the biggest thing.
0: I know for me, like this, off season feels a lot better than last because yeah. I wasn't even tired by this time last year. So, you <laughs> yeah. know, now it's like, oh, okay, I have more of an idea. So we'll look different offense yeah. specifically. But like
1: well, even defensively, we we're so vanilla yeah. because none of the kids had done it. Yeah. And a lot of our kids that played last year were pretty young. Yeah. So it was like, all right, um, I can't give you some of them more complicated blitzes or stunts right. because I don't think you're gonna be right. able to figure it out. Yeah.
0: I definitely disagree with people that say if you're blitzing, it's a bad thing because people that like to play base defense every down generally have the best person. They, feel like <laughs> they don't they can need say, to well, I can play base yeah. defense, and they sometimes people look down at people that blitz because oh, I can just play my baseball. what if like, we don't recruit? Right, it's like we have to like change it up. Like <laughs> we have to get a negative play. So I mean, I, talk about your like thoughts. Well, on,
1: you know, we on I came from running the odd stack, and so we had, you know, if you don't blitz, you got three rushers. Yeah. So you're you're not getting any pressure, and you're not getting anywhere. So we we brought a lot of four- and five-man pressures out of that. Um, blitzed all the time, mm-hmm. bringing different people and different combinations. And so when we switch over to the three-four, I'm like, eh, I don't have to do that as much because we're, we're building generally four-man rush right. most of the time. Um, we'll bring a fifth every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, uh, it, it was kind of – unusual for me it was just to get used to it because i was used to like i'm gonna send this guy and then i'm gonna send this guy right and uh for a long time um i tried to uh you know get it as sound as i could i'm gonna bring this guy because they're gonna do this kind of kind of idea but um the reality became in the last couple of years and I, i thought we were better when i just tried to do this i went hey where are they running the ball that's where i'm coming yeah, I'm going to blitz into the run, and I'm just going to try to mess it up. Even if we don't make the tackle, if we can break the play, mm-hmm. can, can get some things done. And and so I spent the last several years just trying, looking at their offense, trying to figure out where I could come at. Um, and sometimes it worked, and sometimes you know the Jimmys and Joes didn't didn't line up.
0: Sure. Yeah, it's interesting looking at the trends in football. People nowadays a college, pro. First down, second down it used to be play your base defense, try to get the third down. Yeah, and now people are trying to get negative yardage yeah. plays on early, second yeah. or early, so it gets people off. Because especially like versus us, you know, we're going to try to ball control. Somebody got us off schedule, then it's a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially
1: yeah. with the teams we see, because we see so many like you know, run heavy teams. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that's probably different for you when you got here. Like nobody really airs it out. Maybe two teams on our schedule. Really yeah. throw the ball so everybody's like downhill right at you or wing key to you trying to get outside.
0: So, yeah, we back in the day it was like Capital, South Charleston, GW, and then Spring Valley could be both back then. That was, you know, mm-hmm. y'all. y'all, y'all that's, played, always, we, that's always we always played them the same year, one year, leave, uh, when I was at Riverside, y'all played for the playoffs. That was wild. Coach, we also do a Bible study one day. We do. That's really interesting. I've never done that. I think it's been cool. What do? You, well, of course, I think it's cool because I'm on the podcast. I host the podcast. But what do you like? What, what have you gotten yeah. out of no,
1: it? Good. I enjoy it. I do enjoy it. Uh, we start every Monday with a 30-minute Bible study before school starts. Uh, it's just me and Coach Davis and, and another Davis. That's no right, relation. Yeah. No relation. That will join us. She'll come over and we'll sit down and we'll talk about a chapter in the Bible that day. I think it's been really nice uh it's a good way to start your week
0: <laughs> yeah for sure for sure coaches we we were laying the plane on the on our podcast this morning i like to get plymouth part two in there too we should <laughs> do a, most like a series davis and Plimel, you know what <laughs> I mean, it's like what was that espn show that got, got into got into mike into, and mike mike and mike there we go yeah. bill and zach plymouth davis yeah. something like that if somebody wanted to get into teaching or into coaching what is some advice that you wish you knew going into this, into
1: this thing. I think, uh, don't take everything personal, mm. especially early on in your career. Cause people are parents are sometimes not, um, realistic mm-hmm. in, in their kids and they want the best for their, their kids. I, I didn't realize that until I had my own.
0: Yeah.
1: Like yeah. You, you don't realize you got the blinders on a little bit until you have your own kids and you're like, Hey, Oh, you know. yeah. they just really wanted what was best for their kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially when I, you know, was a middle school head coach, talking to parents like they didn't really understand what we were trying to do, and uh, I think communication with, with parents is, is super important. Today's so much easier. You got Remind, and you got Huddle app, and uh, all the apps that you can use. Social media. So. That's awesome.
0: That's awesome. Appa- yeah. Apparently,
1: we're going to have to work. There's a, a bell. Huh? A little
0: bit, yeah. I mean, I, last night, my. Seven-year-olds hitting off a tee, and I thought she's going to win the college world series. You know, yeah. softball. Oh, yeah. Thinking, oh, I got to get the parent blinders off, like get yeah. the parent glasses off. Like, oh my gosh, you know. Yeah.
1: Oh man. Yeah, thick skin, man. That's too. Big, man. That's the big one.
0: That's it. That's yeah. it. Coach, thank you for coming on. I guess we got to we got to go to work today. No, I don't, don't want to. Man. We got to get after it. Teach, right. teach the young ones. Appreciate you, coach. You're a good man.
1: Thanks, Fred.